Hello and welcome to St Tom's Online. Please find this morning's recording of Morning Prayer. Well, good morning. It's, uh, it's Bruce here. Good to see you this morning. Uh, forgive me for my slightly blurred vision and uh, exhaustion this morning from... This is the calm after the storm of my daughter's wedding here yesterday with the reception at our house. We're just uh, picking up the pieces and gathering ourselves. But it's great to join uh, with each other to worship God and to pray to him this morning. So, so welcome one and all. Apparently it's Saturday the 15th of August. And we're going to be looking uh, at the passage from Isaiah 42. As we continue the theme from Lectio 365 this week. The theme of uh, justice in the Old Testament. And today's morning prayer is called Why Jesus Came. So as we enter prayer now, we pause to be still, to breathe slowly and to recenter our scattered senses upon the presence of God. God of justice and mercy, I come before you now with an awareness of those whose prayers today are sighs, sobs, or even screams for help. Soften our hearts to care more keenly. Sharpen our minds to think more clearly. Amen to that. And clench our fists to fight more fiercely for those who are oppressed today. Amen. We choose to rejoice today in God's fairness and faithfulness, joining with the ancient praise of all God's people in the words of Psalm 146, which say, Joyful, are those who have the God of Israel as their helper, whose hope is in the Lord their God. He made heaven and earth, the sea and everything in them. He keeps every promise forever. He gives justice to the oppressed and food to the hungry, the Lord frees the prisoners, the Lord opens the eyes of the blind, the Lord lifts up those who are weighed down, the Lord loves the godly. It's good to welcome everyone who's joining today and somebody new called Katie McDowell. Hmm. 
And in today's Bible reading from Isaiah, he predicts the coming of a suffering servant to bring justice to the nations. He is prophesying at least 500 years before Jesus. Isaiah chapter 42, verses 1 to 4. Here is my servant, whom I uphold, my chosen one, in whom I delight. I will put my spirit in him, and he will bring justice to the nations. He will not shout or cry out or raise his voice in the streets. A bruised reed he will not break, and a smouldering wick he will not snuff out. In faithfulness he will bring forth justice. He will not falter or be discouraged till he establishes justice on earth. In his teaching the islands will put their hope. So if someone were to ask why Jesus came to earth, we might say to die for our sins or to heal the sick or to bring us into relationship with the Father. And all these things would be true. But Isaiah's answer might have been a little different. Three times in these four verses, he predicts that God's servant will come to establish justice on the earth. And this is precisely how Jesus himself defines his own mission in Luke chapter 4, claiming the words of Isaiah for himself by saying, The Spirit of the Lord is on me, he says, to proclaim good news to the poor. Isaiah says that the servant will not falter or be discouraged. But Lord, I often feel helpless. Things often seem hopeless. I often get discouraged. Would you please send me someone to encourage me in the coming day? And we can take a little time now to pray about particular situations of injustice in today's news. Focusing our prayers on three P's. The people affected, the peacemakers on the ground trying to help, and the politicians working to dismantle and replace unjust systems. Perhaps you can recall and could like, would like to mention in the comments concepts, ideas, places, realities of injustice that we know perhaps locally, nationally, even globally. See on the news today that the the clothes industry in Bangladesh 
is prominent. There are concerns about that today and possible injustices within that. For some, they see the unfairness of, of the storms coming and going, causing havoc. And still for others, COVID-19 is seen as an injustice, an unfairness. And still for a whole lot, lot others, the injustice of the current exam results. Father, we pray for those caught up in such things and ask that you would bring justice, that you would cause men and women, boys and girls, to rise up and become instruments of your peace and of your justice. And as we return to the passage in Isaiah again, may we allow ourselves to marvel at the meekness of Jesus. Isaiah 42 again. Here is my servant whom I uphold, my chosen one in whom I delight. I will put my spirit on him and he will bring justice to the nations. He will not shout or cry out or raise his voice in the streets. A bruised reed he will not break and a smouldering wick he will not snuff out. In oops, faithfulness, he will bring forth justice. He will not falter or be discouraged till he establishes justice on earth. In his teaching, the islands will put their hope. So we see that Jesus does not cry out. He doesn't so much as break a bruised reed. God, it turns out, is not an A-type power player. Maybe this is our experience. I've often seen the Lord work forcefully or ask him to work forcefully, to intervene dramatically and to speak unmistakably, but often his way is gentle and slow and meek. I am challenged to speak less, perhaps in the coming day, and instead to prioritise the feelings of those who are vulnerable, like a bruised reed, or fragile like a smouldering wick. How counter this view of God might be to our view. 
Let's consider that for a moment. And Father, we choose to side with the underdog and to identify with those who are bruised and broken. Help us to yield to your slow, sometimes painful strategy for establishing justice on earth. Give us the patience that we need to persevere and the defiance we need to keep fighting until we have established your justice on earth. Thank you, Lord, that you have chosen the foolish things of the world to shame the wise, the weak things of the world to shame the strong, the lowly things of this world and the despised things, the things that are not to nullify the things that are, to quote 1 Corinthians chapter 1. So with these things in mind, we bring to you the concerns that we have for ourselves the concerns of our neighbours, our road, our community. We give you the concerns of this region, this area where we live. The churches within those areas those leading the churches and those like St Tom's and St Peter's at Boyot Wood are waiting their next vicar Lord will you bless each vacancy team helping all those concerned in the day to day running of our church and St Tom's we pray especially for Bob and Bob, for Sean and Abby and Aria, for Pam in the office and for all those who are serving you. Come Holy Spirit and meet all their needs we pray. And a closing prayer, we pray, Father, help us to live this day to the full, being true to you in every way. Lord Jesus, help us to give ourselves away to others, being kind to everyone we meet. Spirit, help those who are lost, help us to love those who are lost or lonely, proclaiming Christ in all we do and say. Amen. Now my comments feed has dried up, which either means everyone
one's deserted me or just means that my iPad's on the blink. Either way, thank you for joining me this morning. The aftermath of the wedding of the week, month, year. We ask a blessing on uh, Will and Katie today. It'd be great if you can join us uh, for morning worship tomorrow, Sunday, um, 10 o'clock, 10 o'clock here. It'd be great to see you, to worship God together as we look forward to that day when we can actually be together. We, we do look forward to, to that. In the meantime, pray that you'll have a good day. Seems to be drizzling at the moment. May it be a peaceful day. God bless you all. Bye-bye now.